If it's happening now, we're talking about it. This is Hamilton Today with Scott Thompson on 900 CHML. The United Nations General Assembly has voted for a humanitarian ceasefire as reactions to the Israeli-Hamas war in Gaza around the world continue to evolve. Let's bring in Arl Brown, Professor of International Relations, Senior Member of the Monk School of Global Affairs, University of Toronto. And here now, Arl, thank you for the time. Hope you're well. Thank you. Uh, this all sounds good. Uh, nobody likes, uh, certainly in, in democracies, likes to see the collateral damage of war and the pain and suffering that goes along. Um, but how effective will a ceasefire be if Hamas isn't listening and doesn't release any hostages? What is the significance of this? Well, first of all, you, you're quite right that anyone uh, uh, with any decency will be appalled uh, and extremely saddened by the loss of innocent civilian lives. In a war, the loss of innocent uh, civilian lives are a terrible tragedy. It is sadly a feature of war. It is the case that uh, if we look at uh, some of the statistics published by the UN itself in conflicts that have taken place in the 21st century, the um, loss of civilian life compared to that of military, that is collateral damage, has been something like 9 to 1, which is vastly higher than in the current conflict. And if you look at civilian deaths per airstrikes, uh, again, whether you look at the global average, which was about four and a half uh, in each uh, airstrike. In the case of Mosul, it was 17.1. In the case of Aleppo, 21.7. These are vastly higher than what we see in, in Gaza. Uh, but despite that, obviously, if there was some magical formula where we could end the conflict and bring about permanent peace, that would be a wonderful development. But what is happening right now unfortunately, it's almost counterintuitive that uh, we would like to believe that a ceasefire will save lives, but the reality may be that the world is not as we wish it to be, but it is uh, a geopolitical uh, uh, morass where uh, there are horrific forces that have committed terrible atrocities that intend to do it over and over again. And this kind of ceasefire would very likely only benefit Hamas. No wonder they greeted this uh, resolution by the General Assembly with enthusiasm because they know that it doesn't really do much in terms of constraining them, but would certainly constrain Israel. What is a surprise is that Canada voted for this resolution. I think this has shocked not only Israel, but some of uh, uh, Israel's allies in Europe, as well as as United States. And it is also in sharp contrast with even the joint statement that was issued uh, just the day before by the prime ministers of Canada, Australia, and New Zealand, which was uh, moving away from the very strong moral clarity that was first expressed after the horrific, uh, incredibly savage and brutal attack by Hamas on October 7th, uh, uh, but at least it contains certain things in it. And it's kind of worth comparing that joint statement with what actually was agreed upon, because it's almost unreal that Canada would go that far under the current administration to uh, really uh, uh, vote for something that is so unilaterally directed exclusively, one would think, against Israel. 
is this more about politics uh, at home domestically for the prime minister? Um, even Bob Ray, when he was declaring where Canada stood on this, uh, off mic, he said, we'll see how that flies in a sarcastic tone, knowing exactly what you're saying, that this doesn't hold much weight. Then why do it? Is this for uh, support at home if you're dwindling in the numbers in the polls? It is very difficult to know. Uh, we uh, uh, can note that the NDP, which is considerably to the left of the Liberals, or at least it's supposed to be, uh, greeted this uh, as a very positive development. But when you look at what Canada said just the day before in that resolution or joint statement, where they said that uh, um, they would be unique. Uh, 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 unequivocally condemning Hamas's terror attacks on Israel, the appalling loss of life and the sexual violence, that they recognize Israel's right to exist and the right to defend itself, and that a sustainable ceasefire cannot be one-sided. It stated that Hamas, these are the words, Hamas must release all hostages, must stop using Palestinian civilians as human shields, and lay down its arms, which is a bit more ambiguous than saying that it has to vacate uh, governing Gaza. Um, it, it, it raised questions because already there was this kind of uh, moral muddiness to this because when the Trudeau government uh, and the Australian prime minister, who's uh, rather and Israel, were saying that, uh, you know, the price of defeating Hamas cannot be the continued suffering of uh, Palestinian civilians, uh, they were somehow suggesting that there's a magical solution to removing Hamas that they are unwilling to share with the rest of the world. We know that when Canada and NATO uh, intervened to stop Milosevic in Serbia from ethnically cleansing Kosovo Albanians, uh, according to the Wilson Center in Washington, at least 2,000 civilians were killed and the number of soldiers were something like 700. So that would be about roughly three to one, whereas in Gaza it's less than two to one. But then when we look at the actual resolution that was passed, the one that Bob Ray somehow voted for, it did not resign uh, because he did have mm. that option of uh, resigning uh, his position and not go along with this. Uh, it demands this resolution by the General Assembly, an immediate humanitarian ceasefire. It doesn't name Hamas, doesn't blame Hamas uh, for starting this war. There was a ceasefire on October 6th that Hamas broke, and Hamas has never kept its word on any ceasefire, including that brief truce that existed. And it uh, this resolution de- demanded the immediate and unconditional release of all hostages without naming the fact that it is only Hamas that's holding hostages. So it failed to condemn Hamas. It uh, had no specific reference to it. Um, the Austrian government was so appalled by it that they voted against it, uh, uh, as uh, uh, did a number of other governments, including the United States and the uh, Czech government, and then European allies such as uh, Germany, Italy, Britain, all abstained. And Canada yeah. did not. So it's really difficult to understand how the Trudeau government could have taken such a very sharp um, uh, turn against a democratic ally uh, when it is in uh, this uh, war of self-defense against a banned terrorist group, one that's listed under, under the criminal code in Canada, Hamas. 
We could talk forever on this. Arl, Arl Brown with us, Professor of International Relations, Senior Member of the Monk School of Global Affairs, University of Toronto. The UN General Assembly voted uh, for a humanitarian ceasefire. We'll, we'll see where that goes. It sounds good, uh, but is it reality? Arl, thank you for the time and insight. Much appreciated. Be well. Thank you for having me on. Thanks for listening to the Hamilton Today podcast. You can listen to the show live weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 on 900 CHML and online at 900CHML.com.